Thank you for listening to this Podcast One Sportsnet production, available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. There are things in life that are okay to cheap out on, but your car battery is not one of them. And that's because you never know what a cheap battery could cost you. Like, uh, say, Paul's going to see the Holy Triumphant Russian concert or reunion show. It's impossible right now. But that's certainly something you wouldn't want to miss because your car won't start. That's why you need Interstate Batteries, America's number one replacement battery. And the brand Autotechs prefer three times more than any other brand. Get a battery test today. Find your closest dealer at interstatebatteries.com. That's interstatebatteries.com outrageously dependable. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 73120. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. So we close the book on the 2010s. Goodbye. A new decade is upon us. 2020. And there's no better time for self-reflection to decide how we can become better, more well-rounded human beings. But for Dan, it's an impossible task. I mean, what do you improve upon? Perfection? Certainly not his silky smooth jumper. Uh-oh, jumper. Ah! Nor his incredible interviewing skills. Dan Patrick does it perfect. I guess he could be a little better about acknowledging how wonderful he truly is. I got a Marconi over there for the radio host of the year, and I got some Emmys around here. But I don't want to talk about me. (laughs) But ultimately, 2020 will again be the year of the Dan Patrick Show. Broadcasting from the Mercedes Man Cave. How many days can you say Happy New Year? Or is it the end of the week and then we're done? This is the Dan Patrick Show. You think I can I can say it in his voice? This is the Dan Patrick voice with Rob Parker in Kelvin, Washington. Uh, I don't know. I uh, that's do not there. bad, though. Yeah, well, thank you. I, as I was doing it, I was like, it's not actually not that bad. It wasn't bad. Rob Parker in Kelvin, Washington with you. And for Dan and the Danettes on this Friday, January 3rd, couple of days, few days into the new year. Uh, Happy New Year to you. I saw you on uh, the day before New Year's Eve on accident. Oh, yeah. When you came in and you weren't scheduled to work and we looked at you as you walked in the door and said, I looked, I was like, "Uh, I see my co-host is here already. I knew we were going to work together at some point. I thought maybe I had the day wrong, but I was glad you had the day wrong. Your face did have a lot of concern. Yes, because I was like. Yeah, and, and then that immediately is what tipped me off that, wait a minute, I'm a day early. Uh, but then, Nothing worse than that, though, no, right? For sure. up, it, it was terrible, but I got to, uh, you know, and it for sure had me up ready for the rest of my day. Uh, but here we are today. And uh, so a lot to get into. Rob Parker, you can always reach out to him. Rob Parker FS1 on Twitter. Myself, K-Dub Live. And quickly, what all do you have on tap today? Because you have 17 jobs. No, I, it's not that many, but yes, it is a uh, a triple header, a hat trick. First, I'll fill in here with you on the Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. Then locally in Los Angeles, I'm on AM 570 from noon to 3 Pacific on Rogan and Rodney, filling in for those guys. And then the Odd Couple tonight, Fox Sports Radio, me and Chris Broussard, uh, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. So that will be my trifecta 
for the day and the two-week holiday, I worked every day and a couple double, triple shifts. Yeah, I need you. I don't know if I'm, like, impressed or if I want you to get a hobby. Like, I don't know which one. Like, jo- I need you to join a, a bowling or league. something, right. Get, get to golfing or something because that, that's incredible. Like, no, it's just, you know, when you're a divorced guy, you don't have any kids, and the holidays come around. You know what I mean? That but, is how you go to Antarctica. Exactly. See, that's how you, I went. And last thing, I got that's the last one. We got a lot to get to. We got to get into something I know you're excited to, which is the Cowboys and the, the soap opera. You were a man of soap operas back in the day. Uh, it's like Dallas. You might as well be, uh, you know, the, what you call oh, Falcon Crest. There you okay, go. that was what you were into. All right. Yeah, so we'll get to Antarctica in a minute because I have all the questions about that. We'll get to that. But right now, let's talk about the soap opera that is and the Cowboys right now and they're to move on from Jason Garrett, but I'll say this, Mr. Parker, no coach, as soon as the end of the season, they call it Black Monday. No coach, no team. It's Black every day for it, me. I don't that, know about yeah. everybody else. I said that to Broussard the other day. He, <laughs> we mentioned Black Monday and said, why is black associated with bad things? Right. Okay, what's up with that? And then we argued about Black Friday. That's okay. good here and there. No coach except for Lovey Smith has lasted longer than three days. It took to release that coach or fire that coach. Lovey Smith is the longest at three. Here we are now at day four, day five, depending on how you're looking at it, and Jason Garrett is still not officially uh, released from the team. Is this a matter of just waiting till his contract ends January 14th where they can say, because you are so beloved, you are part of this family. We're not going to fire you. Your contract expires. It's the same exact thing. It, it, right. We've all had contracts, and you could whatever way you want to paint it. If you don't get renewed, you've been fired. Okay, plain and simple. But in this case, I'm not totally surprised at uh, the Cowboys and what they're doing because basically, he's been a good soldier for ten years for Jerry Jones. They play. He played for the Cowboys. His brother works for the Cowboys. Jerry runs it like a mom-and-pop store. It's like he's one of his sons. He's allowed Jerry to pull the strings, right, and basically coach the team without coaching it. And and Jason has been the guy who's taken all the brunt uh, over these years, right? right? All the talk, everything going on. Jerry's having press conferences before the coach even talks to the media after games. Jerry has a talk show in Dallas. All the stuff that you would never want as a coach, Jason has taken, and that's why Jerry's having a hard time because it's like a family member. He's so much a part of Jerry's world and Jerry's life. I thought, and Ed Werder's report, at least last night, is that he's not going to be a part of the organization. That surprises me that uh, Jerry's not going to find a nice job for him, you know, still in Dallas, you know, say – Spin it, say it's a promotion, he's moving upstairs, we need his uh, knowledge, his uh, insight, do you know what I mean, on yeah. our organization? That's an easy way to spin it. Dallas doesn't, uh, Jerry doesn't look bad that he made a mistake with Jason. Jason missed the playoffs seven out of ten years. They, they, they had a, a stat that came out. In all four major sports, no current coach who had coached for uh, the same amount of time, ten years, had not won a championship. The only guy who got to stick around for 10 years without winning a championship currently, Jason Garrett. Mm. And that's why I believe that it was about Jerry, his relationship, and that's why he hasn't pulled the trigger. He should have been, as Skip Bayless said on Undisputed the other day, he should have been fired that Sunday after they lost to the Eagles. Remember that game? Yeah. Right after that, when when they lose that game, they depleted. Game. Right. 
Eagles, he could have let them go right then and there. It could have been over. Well, so you you mentioned and you brought up a lot of things. Uh, he reminds me of kind of, and I don't even know if you've had this success where you felt like at least he's the coach. Kind of how Marvin Lewis just stuck around, and, and, and he won just enough where you could – Depending on how you wanted to, whatever your bias was, you could say, look, he's winning. He's getting a team to the playoffs. They're not winning the Bengals, but they they're were, getting They there. were 0-7, right. but they, they but were they getting there. to the playoffs. They were getting there. So you and that was that. the difference, right. And Jason Garrett has had chances that so many don't get. Uh, he has had chances, where, especially in arguably America's team, that you wouldn't get. Generally, you're thinking, if I'm in a high position, uh, high-profile position, I have to win, right? I have to validate why I'm in this position. But it also just goes to show how important and how valuable it is, and to all you kids and college students out there, to just get along, to just be someone's guy, as you mentioned. Sometimes that's as valuable as actually the productivity of your tenure and finding a way to be someone that they like, someone that they believe in. And if you don't think in sports, like most businesses, there is nepotism or there is just, I like that guy, then you're, you know, you're kidding yourself. And, and he's a clearly a case of that. At and, no and, point have you ever felt like Rob Parker that his team was all in for him. When you watch whatever you want to say about Mike Tomlin, I see that his players are in with him. Yes, you're always going to have one or two. You're going to have an Antonio Brown here or there because you got a team of 53 guys. But for the most part, I feel as though his team wants to ride with him. I feel as though his team is motivated by him. I think he, we see that this year when some argue this has been his greatest co- coaching job. You remember how LeBron James kind of elbowed his way past Eric Spolster because he didn't quite believe in Eric Spolster? Remember that? Everybody made a thing of it. I feel like that's how it goes in, in Dallas where – if I have issues with the team, I go straight to Jerry Jones. If I have issues with the offense, well, I go straight to Jerry Jones or, or his there's, son. There's no doubt about it because he's that kind of owner and he's so involved. And you talk about, uh, you know, there's two ways of looking at Jerry Jones and his uh, friendship and relationship. Uh, it's great. You've got a job. You're around for 10 years. But did Jerry really use you? and put you in a spot to what other general manager could introduce uh, Jason Garrett as a new head coach when you haven't missed the playoffs seven out of ten years. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but like, you could go by wins, though. I mean, you could. he's won. He's, you know, decently over 500. But as a general manager, that's a hard sell. Here's, here's a guy that never got to the NFC Championship game who missed the playoffs seven out of ten years. Do you know what I mean? I, I do, and, but and I don't the, agree. And to look at, uh, I, I, I would be shocked if he got hired as, an, as a I coach somewhere else. I don't think he has to get hired if he's let go today. I don't think he has to get hired Saturday. No, no, tomorrow. no. But the idea that he's not going to get a job within a couple of years, dude, we've seen some hires where we all scratch our heads. We've seen some hires where they bring out the coach of the press conference. He's even shocked he got the job. <laughs> he's like, okay, what did I do to get this you job? You mean Cliff Kingsbury? Oh, I didn't mean, you, did I say did that? Cliff, no, but that's a great example. Well, he got fired at Texas Tech and didn't do anything. And didn't do and, and then had an amazing And because record. he had a cup of coffee and a sweet roll with Sean McVay, somehow he was the new hotness. And if you're if you're the uh, – But the, Jason Garrett, I'm just saying, I, I, I'd i be hard-pressed. What does Jason Garrett do? What does he get to back to Jerry Jones? What if Jerry Jones if Jerry says, Jones I owns another you. team or something or calls that, up a buddy and says – Yeah, he, he – I'm sorry. Is there anyone more the face of the league than Jerry Jones and maybe Tom Brady? So if Jerry Jones gives you a ring and you say, ah, that's my guy. He's my kind of guy. And he goes on and on and tells you about how maybe there's things behind the scenes we don't know and why he's valuable – I can see somebody saying, all right, Jerry. I'll tell you, Jerry, he's your guy, but you let him go, right? No, well, I, I gave him a decade. I gave him a decade. 
How much more time? And now uh, the reports are the leading candidate to replace him once he is officially gone is uh, Josh McDaniels, which didn't see that coming. Well, we've seen that act. Uh, he did get fired in Denver. I guess it was interesting. He got fired. Let me see what happened. He was caught filming another team's walkthrough. Well, how did that happen in Denver? That's amazing. You know, does camera does camera equipment come with him when he gets a new gig? Is that does that come in Dallas? Man, you know how when you're like a former president, you get Secret Service for the rest of your life. Right. You just get secret surveillance cameras, cameras for the rest when of your you're life. associated with the Patriots. They just give you here. You go, hey, here's your here's your parting gift. We'll give you some cameras whenever use them, whatever you need, whether uh-huh. it's in Cincinnati or anywhere else. And we're going to talk with uh, Adam Kaplan, uh, an NFL insider for Fox Sports Radio. He's going to come and he might give us some more insight of some other names yeah. and, and different things. Uh, as Dallas starts to look. And the biggest thing to me, Kelvin, is is Jerry Jones finally going to, uh, you know, give up some power and let the football people do it. And that's been the issue. It's not just the 10 years of Jason Garrett. Cowboys have won four playoff games in 25 years. And there's only one constant, and it's Jerry Jones. So that's why he's run away and guys haven't taken wouldn't want his job. You know what I mean? Right. Because they know what they're getting. Jason Garrett dealt with it, never said anything. But now, as you uh, look now, which way is Jerry going to go? Well, as you get older, do you become more receptive and open-minded, or do you become even more stubborn and in your ways? Are you Especially, looking at me? Well, hey, I can tell you. you. <laughs> I, you. I didn't mean to. I was trying to be like, I give you beard? one eye, give one eye on the clock so I can know when we're going to break here. Yeah, but, uh, by the way, I like the beard, though. I like, I like the gray I like beard. The, yeah, the gray is a little something, but it, no, I liked it. I like it. Okay. It, it looks you know you look you look manlier. Okay. With the big beard going on. You passed you went past November with it. I respect that. But that's but that's what I think about. Everybody, you know, if I ever relinquished some power, some control of a team when I was in my sixties, my seventies, he's heading towards eighties, right? Is he not already there? I mean, is he going to do it all of a sudden? He's going to, don't you generally become even more stuck and stubborn in your ways and the, this especially when you're coming desperate to win before you Move on to the upper room. Well, yeah, we'll say because here's the only problem is that he already is in the uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame. Yep, he did win three when they first took over, uh, bought the team. They won three out of four, so he has all that. Yes, he wants to win again, but I still believe because of Jimmy Johnson was the engineer and architect of that, he wants to win his way. Right, and, I, and that's why I can't see him ever giving in or changing or saying, here's a football guy and a a football coach, and I'm out of it. I'm not going to have a radio show. I'm not doing interviews. I'm just going to be the owner and sit up in my box and entertain. I just don't see that happening. Then that means there's either going to be another ugly divorce like Jimmy Johnson, or you're not going to get a guy like an Urban Meyer who's going to come in with his Urban Meyer's not going to accept that. Yeah, he's he's coming in with a program in mind. Uh, That's some more questions that we can ask, as you just mentioned, Adam Kaplan, who is going to be helping us break down the search and getting you ready for some wild card action as well. It's the Dan Patrick Show. Rob Parker, Kelvin Washington. Again, reach out to us, 877-996-6369. Rob Parker, FS1. K-Dub Live for myself on social media. Adam Kaplan joins us next. It's Fox Sports Radio. Everybody's got a to-do list. I get one from my wife. Drop off the dry cleaning, pick up some milk, figure out something to get out of the house so I can relax. Here's an idea. Let's add save hundreds of dollars on car insurance. The good thing? You don't have to drop off or pick up anything. All you have to do is go to Geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. Do you like extra money in your pocket? 
you like not having to drive somewhere to pick something up, this is the way to do it. It just may be the most rewarding thing on your to-do list today. That's Geico.com. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. It's the Dan Patrick Show with Kelvin Washington, Rob Parker, and for DP and the Danettes. Hopefully you've had a wonderful week thus far, celebrating a new year. Any, any New Year resolutions, brother? Nah, I just make a list of things I want to accomplish in the course of the year, and I have about five or six on my list. That's all I do. Five or six? I don't know. I don't Last know. year was 12. Oh, did and you? I got 11. I got 11. What was her name? The one you That's missed? <laughs> what was, Always. What was, what was her name? <laughs> I can't divulge that. Did she, right did now. she carry into 2020? Uh, she made the cut for 2020. <laughs> uh, I'm with you. I didn't have any specific resolutions because you already know. Look, we all know whether it's a new year or not, you need to eat better. Right? Exactly. You need to Exercise. work out more. And so, and so things like that for me is Save more, more money. Save more money. Well, that is you all day. Save more money. You know. Is there a, are you selling clothes out of here, by the way? Yeah, the, the, the store. Rob for less. That's right. Did you see it? Yeah, I saw it, and I was embarrassed for you. No, no, no. That's a good deal. I'm an entrepreneur. Who's buying shirts? You know, we'll, I'll argue we'll with you later, that. man. We will. One of these that. days you'll understand me. I'm trying. I'm I have almost my, there. My empire. You know I have an empire in Detroit. Uh, all right. Let's get to somebody else who has a football empire and a football empire of knowledge. I don't want to talk to you anymore about your business. <laughs> Adam Kaplan is joining us now, NFL Insider. You can always reach out to him and see what he's got going on at Kaplan NFL. Adam, how are you? Happy What's New Year. What's happening, Adam? Rob, good to talk to you again. Good to talk to you guys. Yeah, look, it's... It, Big weekend here, Wild Card Weekend. Looking forward to it. The coaching stuff, it's going to be fun. It is going to be fun. Uh, what's not fun is always having to talk about the drama that is surrounded by the Cowboys. I know maybe it's fun for you. It's great for business. Um, but here we are now where Jason Garrett, I was telling Rob earlier that if you look at the history of NFL uh, coaches who were not retained, who were actually let go, none lasted longer than I think it's three days. And here we are four or five days, and Jason Garrett still has his job at least officially does. Uh, what do you make it? Josh McDaniels is right now the leading candidate for the job. Some are reporting. Uh, what have you heard, and, and what do you think of the situation where we are right now with the Cowboys? Yeah, so guys, what I really think is going to happen is Josh McDaniels is going to interview with the Browns and some other teams next weekend. Mm -hmm. The Browns want him to be their head coach. He's from that area. They've tried three separate times over the years. He's turned them down. This one, I believe, is going to take the interview. So, so here's the question. Why would Josh McDaniels take an interview with the Browns being how much chaos they've had over the years? Well, Tom Brady's contract's up. What if Brady doesn't return to the Patriots? He doesn't have a quarterback. That, to me, would be one reason to take that job or certainly to interview. As far as the Cowboys, the, the way I understand it, with Jerry Jones at 77 years old and, and you know, they haven't been able to get where they want, they're going to look for an experienced coach. Whether it's McDaniels, um, Lincoln Riley, a college coach who's had a lot of experience, Urban Meyer, I don't see him taking guy without experience. That's really not the way I look at it. And then the other one, the, the surprise would be, because they're not interviewing anyone yet, because it's not official yet with Jason Garrett that we expect to be with the next 48 hours. If Mike Zimmer does not get retained by the Vikings, remember, next season he will be his option year. 
that's one name to look at. Remember, he's got a very good relationship with Jerry Jones and the, and, and the Cowboys. It's something to keep an eye on. How, Adam, is Jerry, though, ready? There's only been one constant in the last 25 years when the Cowboys have uh, won four playoff games, and it's Jerry Jones. You know, it's, it's one thing to say you want to go get a veteran guy and guy with experience or a big-time college coach. Is Jerry ready to step aside and let them do football people do their thing? And that was always the thing with Jason Garrett. He could basically run the team and be the coach through Jason Garrett. Is Jerry ready to realize or that it hasn't worked with him running the operation? Rob, he will never give up his role as a general manager. He's not only just the owner. He's right. the only slash general manager owner in the National Football League. He won't give it up. No matter how many people suggested to him that he gives it up, he won't do it. He's got a great personnel man in Will McClay who he, he does listen to. I know Will but, McClay from Detroit, and you're right. right. He's you a know, good man. He's a he's good man. And he's a great evaluator, by the way. And, and here's another little nugget for you. He's da- turned down, I'm told, multiple chances to be a GM over the years with other teams. He's, done, he's turned it down mostly because of family situations. But you have to ask him this question at some point, man, Do you? because you know you're not going to get control with, with Jerry Jones. When are you going to take an interview with another team to be a GM? He hasn't done it yet, but I, I, I have to think that he's got to he's got to look at that and revisit it. But to answer your question directly, I'm told there is zero chance as long as he owns the team, which will be until he can't do it anymore. Yep. He's not giving up personnel control. He's not going to do it. Yeah. Adam Kaplan with us now, NFL Insider again. Kaplan NFL on Twitter. Hey, Adam, what about, we, we've, of course, because it's the Cowboys, we're going to talk about them the most, but there are some other opportunities, coaching opportunities, some vacancies out there. What are the, kind of the best that you see available, and are you hearing any names to fill some of those spots? Yeah, we talked about Cleveland. You know, I, I've, uh, I've talked to a lot of people about uh, the Cowboys opening. Uh, the, the Cowboys opening, and Rob alluded to it in a way, it's not attractive because of the ownership situation where you don't get a lot of control, but it is the best roster of any of the teams that have openings. Um, no Carolina is an interesting one, but they've got a shaky quarterback situation. The other thing that you get a little bit concerned about, um, and I, I thought that uh, we were talking about it last night a little bit, you get concerned, though, about the contractual situation with the Cowboys because right now they have, they're not there yet with Dak Prescott or Maury Cooper's contract, so you got to take a look at that, but overall, just roster-wise, from talking to some of the head coaching candidates, Cowboys won, Browns number two, Giants have real major issues on the offensive line and, and defense, so I would say right now, the Cowboys, just from a roster standpoint, but the problem is, when you look at every situation here, out of all the ones that are open, and of course, Dallas is going to open soon, none of them are clean, where you go in and you don't have to worry about one particular issue, there are a lot of issues with, with each one of them. So, Adam, we got uh, you mentioned it a little bit about Josh McDaniels with the possibility of Tom Brady moving on and, and uh, the Patriots in the, uh, playing that wild card game uh, against the Titans. Uh, where are you on the, the, the storyline, which a lot of people have Brady put his house up for sale in New England, so did his trainer. He has a house in, uh, in Southern California. There's talk about uh, the Chargers looking at him because they need to sell tickets for the brand-new stadium that's opening up next season and all that. What are you hearing about? Could this be Brady's last game? It's definitely going to be his last game at Foxborough regardless, uh, you know, this season. But, but is this his last game there? Yeah, Rob, it's interesting. For every year, people bring up that this could be it with Brady and Belichick. I said it's not going to happen. They're not there yet. This is the first time that I think there's a realistic chance that Brady leaves. 
Uh, he he's turned down so many good deals. He's actually had an opportunity to get much better deals with the Patriots. He's done the right thing. He's taken team-friendly deals. He's got a chance at 43 years old, which he turns in August, to get a even better contract because Tom Brady becomes a free agent. He has tremendous leverage, just like Peyton Manning did when he became a free agent when the Colts could not reach a deal to, re- to revive his contract. Right. I really believe believe that there's a realistic chance. Again, first time you could actually believe that it could happen, despite what other people were saying for years, it was never going to happen. Tom was not ready to move on, but I think this is the first time you mentioned the house being up for sale. I, I think it's, there's a realistic chance. I wouldn't count it out him coming back, but I think it's the first time we could realistically talk about the potential of him moving on. And the Chargers, I mean, people look and go to Chargers, but they make sense. They have a good defense. They have some good receivers. They can run the football. There's a lot of things that Brady could plug in and try to do what and – and I think it's a legacy question because if Brady could somehow, some way, get to a Super Bowl or win it, you know what I mean, with mm-hmm. another team, that would break that thing that it was always about Belichick's system and, and it, Brady could say, I've moved on and I was still able to win. And, Rob, how many times have people brought up uh, in the past, okay – Neither guy has won a Super Bowl with, without the other guy. Yep. So, so it'll be interesting to see if that happens. And remember, remember, the other question was, who will leave first? Will it be Brady leaving for another team or Belichick retiring? So I'm going to stick with what I said from day one. I thought Brady would move on first. The, the, the other question is, will Belichick coach to a 70? He always said he wouldn't, but there's been no indication that he's willing to move on and retire yet. Because, uh, he's doing a great job. They're still very good. Though I don't think they get to the Super Bowl. This is not a vintage New England team. Yeah, I, I totally think one of them is going to – both of them are going to want to say, I did it without you. So yeah. I'm going to coach another two or three years. Yeah, because if you think about it, Adam and, and Rob, you know, if you're Tom Brady, in the back of your mind or other people's mind is the fact that, hey, whenever you left, the team still had success, right? Matt Castle looked good. Jacoby Brissett looked good. Jimmy Garoppolo. So you're just in this system. And I know we all know Tom's great, but I think there is an element of him that wants to go and prove it himself. And, and Bill wants to say, I can do it with anybody. So uh, one more, Adam, for me, uh, reports that you have um, – J.J. Watt going to be able to play in his game, uh, and we all thought maybe he was done for the season. Where is he right now, and how effective could he be? Yeah, this is a four- to six-month injury. Um, so you're looking at 50 to 60% healing. Remember, he had it repaired. So did Quan Alexander, the outstanding linebacker uh, for the 49ers, who's trying to come back from his injury before the Super Bowl, if they can get that far. Uh, something we could talk about another time. But the fact of the matter with, with – um, with Watt, it's not going to be anywhere close to 100%. He's going to have to figure out a way to be able to wrap and tackle. I know that you know, you're not hitting in practice, but my understanding is he thinks he could go in and play a lot of snaps. But, again, how effective he's going to be with it, 50%, 60% healed. This is basically this is almost unprecedented for a player to come back from a repair for a torn pectoral muscle to come back this early. And here's the other problem. If he goes and he re-injures it, He's got a, he's got another long rehab ahead, but he's clearly willing to risk it. And by the way, they they they've cleared him to let him play. So this is going to be one of the storylines to watch in this game. And I give by the way, I give the Bills a real shot to win that game on the road. Yeah, how about you know people are saying that, and the other one is a lot of people like the Titans at the Patriots. Where are you on that? Grable is the former player, mm-hmm. right? Who and and uh, Belichick Inside knowledge. Belichick has lost to his his uh, while his. Disciples haven't done that well when they leave New England, but they have beaten him a number of times. Yeah, two things. So talking to the Titans, guys, the thing that they have to beat is man coverage. And A.J. Brown, their outstanding rookie, 
has done that at wide receiver out of Mississippi. And plus they've got they've got their run game with Derrick Henry. That's their bread and butter. I, I felt all week that the Patriots are going to st- try to stop the run here, probably low the box, right. and take their chances with Gilmore versus Brown. I, my problem is here for the Titans, though I did pick them to win the division. They didn't, but they're in the playoffs. You've got a rookie play caller, Arthur Smith, who's done a great job. But that is a major challenge for him to be able to beat Belichick. And you know they're going to sh- – they're going to show them something they, they've never seen before. That is why I'm going to pick the Patriots to win. Okay. All right. It's hard to pick against them, but, you know, the Titan team is rolling right now. Tannehill's looking yep. like the second coming of Brady right about now. And, and they won that the running game. Yeah, they won the that, that, that defensive end known as a running back. I mean, running back Derrick Henry, my goodness. We'll never want to tackle that. <laughs> hey, Adam, we appreciate it, man. Thank Thanks you for, for the knowledge. Time. And, again, uh, first time I've talked to you in the new year, so happy new year. Same to you guys. Thank you. Oh, I appreciate Adam it. Kaplan again. Yeah, good stuff. Kaplan at NFL for sure. Um, and going back to the Jason Garrett thing, I mean, it's just I just keep thinking about how many people. There's a salesperson right now listening. Uh, there's an insurance salesman. There's someone driving a FedEx truck. They're like, man, if I was that the truest definition of mediocre, I wouldn't be able to keep my job. And so Jason Garrett, I'm just thinking like, man, to pull off a decade. No, that's, he kind of won. That's pretty impressive. You pulled off a decade and arguably the most notable franchise in all of American sports outside of maybe the Yankees and maybe the Lakers? No, I agree. Those are the three right there. Yeah. And you know what? I think people should have been clued in, though, that Jason Garrett was getting away with murder for a long time because every Friday when he picked up his paycheck, he usually had a ski mask on. Because he was <laughs> See, I feel the opposite. He walked in bold, no mask, no nothing, saying nothing. I'm Jason Garrett because he has pictures. Pay me. He knows right. something. He knows something. Then again, I, I said this to Broussard the other day. We, we all have seen the pictures yes. of his boss. We've seen those. All right. Uh, so he kind of dropped a lot on us there. I do want to these, throw these by you real quick, a little deeper. Uh, the coaching vacancies. What do you think about some of these, uh, like, for instance, the Panthers? Good job? No, it's not tricky a good job. A tricky you know? job because of the quarterback situation. And if you're moving on from, from Cam, right? Cam Newton, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, the hardest thing in in uh, football is to find that franchise quarterback you can build around. And when that's in question and you don't really know, I just think it's hard. It's not doesn't mean that no one's going to take it. There's only 32 jobs like that in the country, so I get that. Somebody will take it, but I don't think it's that, that attractive. And, and what about the Browns? We, we kind of talked about it. The for Browns, just, he mentioned Josh McDaniels possibly going there. Yeah. I do have one note on this because the Browns just tweeted – that they are set to interview Chiefs offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy. He's going to be interviewed uh, by a few. Yeah, yeah. That's that's good, and uh, he might wind up getting a job. I'm going to ask, can he bring Andy Reid with him? Because <laughs> well, I mean, except his playoff record. Yeah, okay. well, I, I okay. get that. But hey, I'm in the playoffs to have a record. There's Bien-Ami, a lot of coaches who don't even make it. Bieniemy would be the 11th assistant under uh, Andy Reid to get hired since he's been coaching. Oh, no, he has a tree. There's no doubt about it. And he has a tree of making quarterback. Kevin Cobb right now is somewhere with his feet up, kicked back with millions of dollars in the bank. Do you even remember Kevin Corn on the Cobb? Yes, I do. Extra butter. No, he, I mean, uh, my goodness, dude. He, but Andy Reid, that, that's always been his thing. It's about winning that big game that he's just had a hard time doing. Uh, who knows? This, maybe, I was going to say, is this the year? In the AFC, there's a possibility, especially with the with the uh, Patriots. And, and I'm with Adam. They they can't win three games. I just, don't, no, I, no, I just no. don't see it like the way that the team is set up. But anyway, I would say Cleveland is an attractive job roster-wise. But you got to look at Baker Mayfield and where his head is, you know, like – he talks about he doesn't want to change and he is who he is. That that no, 
You're leading the organization. Yeah. We need you to be a little different. You don't need to rip the medical staff and the training staff publicly. You know, publicly and, and that, no, that's other, not acceptable. Your own teammates publicly. Yes. Not, in, not even in the sense of you're talking about just like, hey, man, you know, we, you know, we could have came out a little harder tonight. No, or, you, no, you're talking about people's money and if he's a, he would show up. Whoa, whoa. whoa First of all, right. you're not even, you don't even have, you don't have to have the captain badge. And, you don't have enough stars and stripes, and, bars and, and stripes to be. You know, and we right. saw him this year take a big step back with the interception. He played poorly this year and was a big reason on why they didn't meet a lot of their expectations. And then the other thing is about the personalities. Is OBJ going to be there? Is he going to stay? Uh, Cleveland seemed like it could be cool when, when they were the hotness yeah. and everybody thought they were going to the playoffs and all that. But losing in Cleveland, I don't know if OBJ wants to stay there. You know what I mean? Once you realize, ain't nothing happening. I don't think the I don't even think the brand of OBJ wants to be there, right? That's the what I mean. Here in Cleveland, uh, but 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 you just mentioned if it, if you don't become typically at a, the highest level of any profession without being confident, without having some self you know uh, awareness and confidence that I can do this, I can get this job done. And if you if you have that, you got to be looking at the Cleveland job. I know Cleveland has been a mess, right? You can you can throw them in there with the Redskins of teams that no matter who gets hired, veteran coaches, proven coaches, Super Bowl coaches, winning coaches, they still don't have success. But that Cleveland Browns roster, man, running backs galore, receivers galore, a quarterback that is at least looking like he's going to be a prop a, a you know, probable, capable quarterback for a, a decade in the league. It has to be a little like hmm, tempting to take that Cleveland job because of you, as you just mentioned, the talent out there. And then no, the, that's definitely talent. You know, roster wise, uh, and you know, Freddie Kitchens just was not prepared for that job. That's why John Dorsey lost his gig because that was a that was a stretch. To put that guy with those personalities, you know what I mean? At that time, At, right? Too, like it just was, or trying to build, and I need a strong coach to yes. come in and create a culture and build with the talent you and those personalities. It started out as Freddie Kitchens, and he wound up being Freddie Bathroom because it just stunk. It just was not good. <laughs> taking a call right now. Okay. Speaking of calls, by the way, if you do want to call us again, Rob Parker, Kelvin Washington, <laughs> and for Dan Patrick, uh, and the Danettes, we have uh, 877-996-6369. Give you us know, a call. You know I have material. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go even in the morning. I, I mean, even in the morning, I'm just like, when are Rob you going to do Parker. So my 40th, bar, my 40th birthday, which you, you better come, you came to my couple of years ago. Yes. Uh, what is it? It would be not this year, but next year. Okay. I'm going to do... A 15-minute stand-up routine. Oh, that'll be great. Do you want to open up? I want to open up. I got five minutes Just for you. don't bring that joke. Okay. Because I don't need them booing me. Because <laughs> I, don't, I don't need you setting the, the bad mood and bad mojo in the room when no, I No, I don't want to do that. <laughs> okay. But I do want to do stand-up. Let's go to Gary uh, in Jacksonville. We want to talk a little bit about the Cowboys. What's going on? Happy New Year, Gary. Happy, healthy New Year, gentlemen. Wish you nothing but the best. You too. Hey, uh, three things real quickly. First of all, and that idiot Jason McIntyre, what about the job Brian Flores did? Rob Parker, considering the front office traded away everybody to keep that team fighting all the way till the end. No, he did a good job. It's hard to knock because you remember they were the laughing stocks. They couldn't stop anybody. It was awful. And then they started to dump people. And That's, somehow, yeah. some way, uh, Brian Flores has uh, was able. But when I talk about, uh, you know, people under the Belichick tree, he still finished 5-11. and 11. I'm, 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 I mean, he did a nice job, but... Uh, other than Bill O'Brien, who's probably had the most success, would you Vrabel. say that? Vrabel. Right. But Bill O'Brien, I think, has had a little bit more success. I, mean, I don't know. You could argue Vrabel being that he 
so far since he hasn't had the tenure of a Bill O'Brien, right. he's had success. Whereas I think Bill O'Brien, especially the people, the fans in Houston, are like a Bill O'Brien. Like he, he's kind of Marvin Lewis. Lewis, yeah. by the way, that's going to like turn into an adjective. Like well, <laughs> Mar- Marvin, Marvin Lewis. Lewis got to stick around Cincinnati for a long Bill time. Bill O'Brien, I think you're right. He's had success, but people keep thinking, dude, you're talking about talent. You've had, you've had talent, talent right. and you're not producing. Obviously, we'll see what he does in this postseason. But, um, but Brian Flores, you give him credit. No, a lot. To me, I give him a lot of credit because. At one point, we were questioning, are, are his players trying to sabotage him? That was one of my ten phones that fell. Don't worry about oh, okay. it. Okay, I'm my, trying to my, figure out. One of my ten phones. Uh, yeah, right, right. Well, well, because he also did some sketchy stuff with the Kaepernick thing. Yep, yeah. And, you know, and some players, I, I thought he was a little out of bounds. It started off right. very rocky. It started rocky, rocky and, and, I, and they could have uh, given up on him. If, and I thought they were. I think most of us thought they were going to do that. And, that. and that's where they were headed, and they were tanking, and they were trying to lose. And all of a sudden, you realize, even in some of the games they lost, you could tell they were there and competing and trying to win. So I think that's a credit for him, uh, credit to him, and able to maybe produce some Ws. I think they were five and four out of the last nine. And all of a sudden, you got to become a team that, not to mention, by the way, I mean, is that their nemesis? Isn't that two years in a row ending the season beating the Patriots? Yeah. Well, the, the, the Dolphins always seem to beat them like one time a year, but it's usually in Miami because mm-hmm. they do. Uh, they have their number, but that's why I didn't mm-hmm. think they would beat the Patriots in Foxborough in a game that was so important to the, the Patriots, Patriots. Yeah. because it's it's everything they need that they get the bye. They only have to win two games to get to the Super Bowl. That's a big advantage. And you see that all the, the three years that they didn't have that, they never made it to the Super Bowl. They're, you know, yep. in those years when they don't have the bye. I think the percentage is like – if you don't, if you don't have a buy, you have a twenty percent of chance of making it to the Super Bowl. I think it's eighty percent if you get a buy or something outrageous like that. And by the way, you just mentioned how Miami always beats, you know, somehow finds a way to win in Miami. Miami's undefeated. All right, you spend your whole entire winter, fall and winter in New England, and I get a chance to go down to Miami. I'm going to live. And that's okay. the problem. You're I'm, right. You go out there. You're, I'm out of Foxborough. Listen, Bill Belichick, you're going to listen. I've given you all I had all season. You're going to have to give me one one weekend where I act a fool and I might lose. But listen, I'm enjoying Miami. When the last time you've been on the Oh, was it uh, NABJ? NABJ and uh, National Association of Black Journalists Convention, which was yeah. awesome. Don't forget, Super Bowl, we're going to be down there, Fox Sports Radio, all week, about nine days in Miami. But I say we, by the way, I'm crashing it. I don't, I'm Are you crashing? You. Gavin, make it happen. Scott, Scott, if you're listening. I'm, I'm joining some. Scott just rolled over and said, are you kidding? You ain't no, going on. No, there. Scott's going to be like, you know what? This guy's always there when I need him. I'm going to bring him somehow. Uh, I, I can't wait. No, it's going to be a good time. All right, a lot more to get to. we got to uh, cut top of the hour. we got to talk some, uh, of course, wild card games, and specifically, as you just mentioned, Tom Brady. Tom Brady, is this his last game in Foxborough? We'll do that in a little bit. Coming up next, though, Hall of Fame, the finalists were mentioned. Who do Rob and I think will make it? Who will be the five? We'll tell you next. It's Dan Patrick Show, Rob Parker, Kelvin Washington, and for the guys, Fox Sports Radio. Hey, listeners, just wanted to take a minute to thank all our great sponsors and all of you great listeners for supporting this podcast. We certainly couldn't do it without either of you. And I wanted to remind you that you can support our sponsors by going to our show page at podcastone.com. Clicking on the Support This Podcast button, and there you will see all our wonderful sponsors that help make this show possible. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, and, of course, supporting. And now, back to the show. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to 
a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. It is the Dan Patrick Show on a Friday, January 3rd. We're a few days in. How are you doing on your resolutions? Hopefully you're still fighting and going strong. I'm Kelvin Washington along with my man Rob Parker. By the way, if you just stick near a radio or a TV, you're going to hear or see Rob at least seven more times before the day. Not even the weekend or next week. Before the day ends. Uh, Joel and Gavin here as well with us, making the show go great. And let me tell you about Mercedes. Brought to you, we are brought to you by Mercedes AMG. Be prepared for whatever comes your way in all new GT four door coupe. Because life is a race. Visit your local dealership for a test drive today. And if you miss any of the Dan Patrick Show celebrity interviews this week for the Mercedes AMG Man Cave, just go to the Dan Patrick app where you can watch and listen from the inside. Mercedes AMG Man Cave. Mercedes AMG driving performance. Uh, so Rob. Hall of Fame finalists. There's going to be, I think, 15 names. Going to be five men who go in and get their bus made, and they get their yellow jackets, and they are forever, you know, uh, called a Hall of Famer. Now, as you know, I'm a baseball Hall of Fame voter. It's my most prized possession in my life. It really is. I really take it seriously. My votes are in for this year. The deadline was the 31st. Now, I don't vote for the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Their procedure is a little different where guys come into a room and they make the case for guys. You know, that's not how we do it in baseball. But there's a couple guys on the list I guess we could look at and automatically think that they belong in the Hall of Fame. And then the other guys, I have a problem because I just don't know, like, the procedure and what what are the criteria. Like, baseball, there's a couple of magic numbers. If you have 3,000 hits, you're almost automatically in. 500 home runs. 500 home runs or 300 wins. You know, there's some numbers. In football, I don't know the numbers. I think football, then baseball, and then basketball. I'm going to, in hockey, I'll just say, hey, Gavin, are you you a hockey guy? Gavin's from Southern California. I do do like hockey. All right, good. Then you'll be the resident hockey guy here. Uh, But. Joel's from Detroit. I know. Which is hockey town. Joel is from Detroit. You gotta be. He's gotta be a Red Wing guy. But it's not that you. It's just that clearly. You know that you're from Detroit too. He has on a Lions windbreaker pullover, and he has on a Lions hat. And you had the nerve to go. He's from Detroit. I think we know because nobody painfully is walking around with a Lions pullover and hat willfully. You know what? There are people, cheap people, because most Lions stuff is always seventy five percent off at the uh, sporting. (laughs) I think I still saw some of your stuff out there from when you were in Detroit. I think on your Rob for less stand over there. All right, let's go, Joel and Gavin. Hop in on this as well. There's a few. To your point uh, about the idea of being criteria, I think the NFL where I was going with that was it's the most. I think they have the best where we all go. Yes to that guy. Like if you like right off the list, Troy Palomalu, right? Yes, with the Pittsburgh right. Steelers. Do we all agree? Are we four? Are, four we, all, are we all? We would all say like right away yes. without even looking at any stats, right? right? I would just know this guy was uh, made an impact on the NFL. Uh, won with the Steelers. He was there from 2003 to tw- 2014. I, I, I mean, wh- what else do I need to say? No, there's not much you need to say about him. Uh, but that, that that's kind of my point, where the NFL does a great job of us. Let's say this was the first year Lawrence Taylor was up. We would all go, yes. Like, there's like, you know a Hall of Famer. Whereas in the NBA, you're like, 
Dwight Howard? I, like, if we go around this room, we'll probably split on Dwight Howard. Yeah, he had a run. He had a, he had a, a three-year stint or so. Longer know? than that. And I and I would say, no, Mitch Richmond is a Hall of Famer. I'm like, okay, Joe Dumars, who we're – I'm from Detroit. And I'm like, I love Joe, but is he a Hall of Fame? So the NBA is one of those leagues where you go – I guess NFL, I think, gets it right most of the time. I think we all go. And I think baseball's yeah. the hardest, and that's why, for the most part, you know. Well, they've ruined it over the last yeah, for the now 25 years because now we will never know. You're going to have Barry Bonds. My daughters, who are 3-1, and one, may never see Barry Bonds in the Hall of Fame. We got He's got a couple more years. Did I, you I vote did, for Barry Bonds? Yes, I voted for him every year he's been on the ballot. He was by far the best player I ever saw. So why are you able to look past because and, and your other peers are not. Because I, for me, it's it's not my job. Does his stats count? They count. Never been tested positive. True. I, I'm just going by what is out there. You could suspect people and all the other stuff. And here's the other part. I don't know. Like I I don't. If there was a test of everybody in the league during that time, and he was the only one, him and Clemens and right, so people. then it would be all right. I believe it was widespread that people were trying it. And, and doing he was it. the best of the druggies, of the, of the steroids. But, but, uh, but the pitchers also were using it who were pitching to him. So, yeah. so no, what, did he really true. have an advantage? I don't know. Uh, no, no, who yeah. else you got on his list I want to throw this real quick. Edwin James, I, I, I'm going to go yes. I'm going to go. If it isn't this year, he's going to get go it no. at some point. You got Zach Thomas, uh, of course, with Miami Dolphins and then the Cowboys. Brian Young, D-tackle with the 49ers for many years and was talented. Richard Seymour. He jumps out at me. Some Super Bowl wins there. John Lynch as well. They might even add in the success that he's had. Reggie Wayne. A, Reggie, he's going to get in. He's going to get in. How about Isaac Torrey Bruce Holt? Is still out there. Torrey Holt as well. So, uh, interesting list. You can call in on that. Let us know who you think we're going to get in. Wild card games. Is this the last for Tom Brady? We'll talk about it next. Fox Sports Radio. Happy holidays from your friends at Podcast One. Hi, everyone. It's Becca from the Lady Gang. We wanted to say thank you to all our advertisers for their support this year. We couldn't do it without you. Have a very happy holiday season. Hey, this is Adam Carolla. I want to thank you for listening this year. And have a happy and safe holiday. Hi, it's Barbara Fox. We're wishing you a happy new year. And this is Nicole. Yeah. And we're wishing you a happy holiday. Hey, everyone. It's Tina Shea from Shenanigans. Just wishing you all happy holidays and a very happy new year. Hey guys, it's Nas and Nadia from Ladies, Ladies Like Us. We want to wish our listeners a very happy holiday and say thank you to all our advertisers who support our show. We could not do it without you. Happy holidays. Hey, it's Heather and Terry Dubrow. Hello, happy holidays. Happy holidays, everybody. Chuck, I know you love being Santa. No, I am Santa. Yeah. All day, every day. Happy, happy holidays. holidays. I'm adulting like a mother father. Hey everyone, it's Kaylin Bristow from Off the Vine Podcast wishing you a very happy holiday season and thank you for all of your support this year. Tis the season of giving! And we know you're looking for gifts for your family and friends right now. So check out our amazing sponsors who bring you showmance every week for free. Give us your ears. And they'll give you awesome deals. And we will give you more of the content you love. Hey, it's Heidi Pratt. I just want to thank all of our amazing sponsors for making this show possible and every that they do so we can have this free podcast for you guys every week so thank you so much to all of our awesome sponsors we love you and we really love all your products so thank you hey everybody steve austin here and i want to wish you a very happy holiday season and a happy new year and that's the bottom line five hour energy helps you get through your crazy on the go life and now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to 
a tropical paradise. Try them both. Then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 73120. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details.